you ain't first, you're last. First, your last fantasy football podcast. A podcast dedicated to the If You're Not First, Your Last Fantasy Football League. Week 10 is in the books. League Commissioner Alan Byrne here alongside as ever. Boo Earns himself, Owen Byrne. Owen, what's happening? Oh, great. Well, another great week, Alan. Another great week of games. Another great week of fantasy. Some highs and lows, and another win in the box. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. As oh, well, did so. you not win? I didn't, didn't win. No, no, no I didn't win. I don't know if sorry, you do. Sorry, sorry to touch on that sore spot. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, another good week. Good week games. High scores. Uh, yeah, NFL is still rocking despite uh, all the COVID news going around at the moment, and uh, still chugging along. Looks like we're going to get through our fantasy season anyway. So uh, you know, that's great. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, yeah, yeah, it seems to be uh, going right for us anyway. Um, yeah, some very exciting finishes, of course, at the weekend, and it was all, uh, it was all very exciting. Was yeah, it sure was. None more so than the Cardinals and Bills looked like uh, Stefan Diggs had wrapped it up late, and uh, the the Hail uh, Murray uh, did the job. D Hop beating three of them. <laughs> Yeah, uh, probably not too many in the league that could make that catch. Uh, the yeah. definitely showing yeah. he's one of the best in the business. But I thought it was great when Diggs caught his touchdown. He turned around. He's like, "That's why you pay me. That's why you pay me." I was like, <laughs> "Legend, he's balling. It's yeah. balling all year." That's it. He has been balling all year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, the commentator followed that up with, uh, "He's probably the best receiver in the league this year at the moment." Then, like, 30 <laughs> seconds later, D-Hop's like, what? Yeah, that was yeah. great. Very good. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, some more guys went to IR last week. Uh, David Johnson being one. Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, of course, went out again. Um, but some yeah. guys... Uh, yeah. Some guys looking to come back as well. We think Raheem Mostert's going to be back after the bye week this week. Uh Debo Samuel probably back and uh, yeah, you just got to keep an yeah, eye on it, don't you? Some guys, yeah, some guys did come back. Um, the likes of Kenyon Drake came back, had a nice little game. Nick Chubb was back, had a nice game. Yep. Um, probably, thankfully, it didn't cost you. He's stepping out of bounds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I got the text. The text came through from Maynard before I saw the replay. And I was like, what? 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 What's going on here? He storms down the sideline. I was like, I don't understand. What's going on here? I was like, oh, no. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. He was trying to kill the time. But I think I think if he scores the touchdown, they're out of sight anyway, are they not? Um, yeah, but you just don't want to. You don't want to give an opportunity. Don't want to give him a shot. Onside kick, anything could happen. He didn't want to you be the next the knee and end the game. He didn't want to be, the next, want to be the next Todd Falcons. The next Todd Gurley, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, there's been a lot of talk on the um, 
on the WhatsApp group lately about uh, the Keeper League uh, and what the Keeper means for us uh, going into next season. Um, when we get through uh, the trade deadline, which is uh, next Monday, once the games uh, finish on Monday night, the trade deadline kicks in. Uh, we'll talk a bit more about the Keepers um, and we'll get around to that. Uh, also... Your co-hosts of the podcast here are working on a really exciting new league format for next season. A new league. Uh, and we'll bring you all the details of that um, when this season is over. Uh, and it'll be open for uh, for anyone to join in and uh, have a bit more fun in Fantasyland. Yeah, it's um, definitely going to be fun. It's going to be good. Yeah, We're it excited. is. It is. Uh, myself and Owen are playing in a league like it at the moment, and uh, it it is it is one of the best leagues we play in, uh, just for interaction and for uh, and for uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, putting your fancy chaps in action, absolutely. But we'll get to all that. We'll get to all that. All right, week ten came to a close, and the playoff picture in the if you're not first or last fantasy football league became. Even more murky. Our game of the week. It's all league toppers. Sundays are for the boys. Take on Daklas in the future. Sundays had relied on Adams, Watson, Cook and Hill to do all the damage last week. But with Tyreek on a bye week, the others failed to live up to recent expectations. Each failing to hit 18 points. Four other spots failed to hit double digits and this let the door open. For a huge upset. Daklas in the future proceeded to kick the door down. All despite having five players fail to hit double figures. However, the ever-reliant one-two punch of Murray and Hopkins led the way once more for Daklas. In fact, the last second Hail Mary pass contributed to 15.3 points for that single play. It won the game for the Cardinals in unbelievable fashion, and it won the game for Daklas in the future in similar style. Sundays are for the Billy Big Balls, kept in check at 7-3. and Daklas in the future, firmly in the playoff picture at 6-4. and four. What do you think, Owen? Yeah, uh, Ben definitely came back down to earth this weekend. Um, he, was, he was hyped up. He was hyped up this weekend. He it was, was uh, flexing around the place. Do not talk. It was the wrong weekend to do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as I say, he brought back down dirt. Fifteen points for Daklas in the future for that that one play, that one hail mary pass. He had both the quarterback and that the receiver. One, wins the game. Yeah, that one play out, outscoring Dalvin Cook for the week. There you go. There you go. That's not easily done. Yeah, that Bears defense is uh, pretty stiff against running backs. That's it. Matchup to keep an eye on. Absolutely. Well, for an unenviable third time this season, the hapless Galladays were on the receiving end of the blowout of the week. This time, at the first time hands of Remember the Tight Ends. Despite a standout 30-plus performance from TB12... The hapless Galladays had a laundry list of failures in Moss, Thomas, Rudolph, Waller, McKinnon, Dallas and the Bucks D. 
as they all fail to reach double figures. Woof. Kirk Cousins did enough Monday night to eke them over the 100 point total mark. But it was long over by then. Remember the tight end saw Jackson, Juju, Gibson, Allen and the Bills D all get over the 20 point mark. And these five players combined had enough to pull out the win over the hapless Godadays. With four players failing to hit double scores it mattered little as remember the tight ends cruise to a 59 point victory. In what was billed as a winner go home matchup remember the tight ends stay in the playoff hunt at 4 and 6. Happy Galladay's revival spark all now but faded, going down the toilet at 3 and 7. What you think? Yeah, it's another case of the bench wouldn't have helped uh, at the bench in again for uh, the hapless Galladay's and they still would have lost. Not for the first time this year. Um, really struggling across the board. Um... Michael Thomas. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there now with uh, with Jameis. Yeah. Or God forbid, uh, Taysom. Oh, that's worse. It should always be Jameis. Taysom Hill is not a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's putting it politely. Absolutely, God. Yeah, interesting to see if uh, if the Saints can put themselves in a decent playoff position with uh, Breeze out albeit they're only saying Breeze going to be out two to three weeks which seems very short time with five broken ribs and a collapsed lung <laughs> I don't know uh... yeah um, I I mean this happened last year and they went five and all with Teddy Bridgewater um, I don't consider Jameis to be much less worse than or any better than Teddy Bridgewater uh, I think they'll be alright. The schedule schedule's pretty pleasurable too, like I think Breeze will be back before they have to play the Chiefs, so I think they um they could go on a little win streak there with Jameis. And he's playing for potentially a big career. Yeah. I mean, this is what happened with Eddie Bridgewater, like I said, and he got twenty million this year off the Panthers, so I mean you're playing for your career, so it's it's a big deal for James, so That's it. He'll That's be it. Um, he'll be out to win big. Indeed, indeed. All to be revealed. Yeah, this game definitely saw um Quinny keep his hope alive. His hopes alive for uh for the playoffs. Yeah, the results have gone he his did. Way as well, yeah, so. the results went his way, yeah, kept him in it, absolutely. He's only a game yeah, behind him in the mix. four teams, so absolutely. Alright, game three. Saw another big win handed out as owns Cleveland Steamers beat my unnecessary roughness. New recruit Nick Chubb, despite not taking a second clear touchdown, and 20th draft round draft choice T. Higgins were the only shining lights for unnecessary roughness. A poor start Thursday night from the Titans trio. It was all an uphill battle on Sunday. Cleveland Steamers made tough work of it all the same, despite a big effort from Big Ben with help from Wayne Gallman. It was close as we headed to Sunday night's late game. But J.K. Dobbins couldn't catch passes in the rain and unnecessary roughness couldn't catch up as a result. The Cleveland Steamers had to win in the bag as we awoke on Monday morning. Despite a goose egg from Jimmy Graham Monday night, the Bears de-racked up nice points to put a gloss on the W for the Cleveland Steamers. As a result, 
Cleveland Steamers secure a playoff berth at a tie-topping 7-3. Unnecessary roughness with it all to do at 5-5. Five five. Boo. Woo! <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, as we said last week, uh, it was a case of winning them in and then I won. Um, I felt pretty confident after the Thursday night game. The numbers just weren't there from um, from some of your bigger players, Tannehill and AJ Brown, yeah. in particular. Yeah. Um. So, I felt uh, I felt pretty good going in Sunday, and it took me it took me an hour or two to actually have more points than you. But once I did, I never looked back. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And as I say, uh, the Bears Bears came out uh, out strong. The defense played well Monday night and uh, put a nice class on it. Yeah, a couple of turnovers, special teams touchdown, always, uh, always helpful. Indeed, indeed. Alrighty, game four saw an almost equally big loss handed out, this time by bottom side shake and bake, as they clobbered Easy Company 101. Easy Company had just digs and the Saints D hit the 20 point mark on Sunday. As Anderson, Burton and White failed to hit 10, Topped off by a goose egg from Jared Cook. On the flip side, Shake and Bake's young guns, Herbert, Jacobs, Swift and Claypool, did huge damage early as they cleared a 20-point mark each through Sunday night. Despite quiet nights from Metcalf and Wentz particularly, they were all well clear of easy company as we headed to Monday night's action. Needing a Nick Foles miracle game Monday night, easy company got their heart broken one more time by Nick Foles as he registered a dud 2.44 points before getting carted off injured. Shake and Bake see a performance they wish they had a few weeks ago, moving up to 3-7. and seven. Easy Company 101 stay in the murky playoff bubble at 5-5. Five and five. What do you think? Yeah, Shake and Bake, uh, probably it's uh, too little too late. Um, but I uh, really had a nice week across the board. Uh, only they're the second highest scoring team in the league, so would have only lost if they had played Quinny. But um, one uh, shining glimmer of light for uh, Easy Company One Hundred One is they won't be let down this week by Nick Foles. He is one injured and two the Bears are on by. So I mean, there's pluses there. <laughs> Silver Lions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tough, tough to be relying on a big game for Nick Foles when it's not in the Super Bowl, you know? You never want to be relying on a big game from Nick Foles when it's for the Bears. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Our line is horrendous. But he missed some passes too. He missed some passes. He missed Anthony Miller for a touchdown. So, the O-line started well the other night, but, you know, it's pieced together with Sellotip. As they'd say... He's not good at football. What are you going to do? No. No. Alright, finally. Game 5 was billed as one of the games of the week. And as it turned out, it was. As both Nina football team and batshit draft merchants needed to win. In a tightly contested game, Nina football team had big Sundays from Rodgers and Kamara. Along with a decent effort from rookie QB Tua Tungavailoa. But that's where the good ended and the poor took over. Six players, including big names like Fournette, Gordon, Ingram and Hooper, amassed 
20.4 points combined! Woof! Because for batshit draft merchants, things were only a little bit better. Only the Steelers D came up with the goods to the tune of 27.9 points. In a season first, maybe in a fantasy football season first, both his QBs failed to hit 10 points each, despite playing full games and avoiding injury. But help from Slayton, Jones, Reed, and undrafted rookie Ahmed. Batchet draft merchants did enough to pull out the victory in a low-scoring bruiser. With plenty of points riding both teams' benches, this one could have went either way. As it is, Batchet draft merchants take the W. Both teams end week 10 in the mediocre bunch at 5-5. Five and five. Owen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's poor uh, poor quarterback performances there for uh, the Petschit draft merchants. But uh, they got it done. They got it done just about. Um, an ugly game, as you would say. Uh, a litany of points on, on both benches. Uh, yeah. In particular, uh, Nina football team. And they ruled, they ruled the day. They sure did. They sure did. Not for the first time this season. Not for the first time. But... Um, let down by um, a big staple in their offense um, for the last number of weeks was Travis Fulgham, and he had a stinker this week. Yep, stinker. And there you have it. Sleepers Weekly Report gives us the best manager of the week, Quinny. 96% of the possible lineup leading him to his big win. Worst manager, Nina Football Team, as we just suggested. 69% of a perfect possible lineup. Biggest blowout. Remember the tight ends over the unhappy holidays? Narrowest victory, Dakless to the future over Sundays for the Boyds. Highest score, Quinny. Lowest score, Curon. Overachiever, Quinny. Below expectations, Nina Football Team. QB of the Week, Tom Brady, the GOAT. RB of the Week, Alvin Kamara. Wide Receiver of the Week, DeAndre Hopkins. Tight end of the week, Mark Andrews, and defense of the week, Chicago Bears. Our bench warmers included Bears. <laughs> Matt Stafford, Naheem Hines, Cole Beasley, Micah Sicky, and the LA Rams all getting it done, albeit Micah Sicky was tight end bench warmer of the week with a gigantic six points. What a mire. Why did I leave him on the bench? What a mire the tight end position is. <laughs> oh man, it's been poor this year. Jesus, oh. it's been bad. With so much talent there, it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. And here it's we go. We head to week 11. More huge matchups this week. All games are important. Three games to go on a regular season. Unnecessary roughness, 5-5. Five and five. Take on a remember the tight ends, 4-6. and six. Ooh, tasty. A 5-5 five and five Nina yeah. football team. Take on a 6-4 and four Dakless in the future. More tasty. 7-3 and three Cleveland Steamers. Take on the 5-5 five and five Easy Company. Man, we're stacked with good matchups this week. The 3-7 and seven Unhappy Galladays. Take on the 5-5 five and five Batchet Draft Merchants. And topping it off. A top v bottom, 
Sundays are for the boys. Seven and three. Take on the three and seven. Shake and bake. But man, everyone needs to win this week. It's crazy. Yeah, this is... this Because it's so close in the middle, this is potentially the pivotal week. Yeah. This week could decide whether you're in and out. That's it. We've got two teams in 7-3. and three. Sunders are for the boys. Cleveland Steamers, top of the table, 7-3. In the playoffs. We've got two teams at the bottom, 3-7. and seven. The unhappy holidays, shake and bake. Out of the playoffs. Bar miracle. Then you've got, remember the tight ends, at 4-6. and six, And you have Daklas in the future at 6-4. and four. Both of them on the bubble. But right in the middle of the bubble. Four teams on 5-5. Five and five. Easy Company 101, Batchet Draft Merchants, Unnecessary Roughness, Nina Football Team. So you got six teams there scrapping it out for four spots. With yeah. not, you know, shake and bake, unhappy holidays, three wins, could get the minute. Yeah. The way things are going. Um, with four positions yet to be filled. So, there's going to be a lot of playing each other as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a quick look forward to weeks uh, 12 and 13. There's going to be a lot of a lot of guys playing each other that need to win. So if you don't win this week, it could make it that bit harder when you're playing against someone who's in that trench with you. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Because week 12 sees Unnecessary Roughness play Easy Company. They're currently tied. Nina football team, remember the tight ends. There's game and then. Yeah. You know, big, big games. They're all big games now. Get ready. Yeah. Oh, this is the mix. We're in it. In the business end. In case you don't know, you're in the blender. Three games to go. The fancy regular season. One thing is clear. Only two teams in the playoff are playoff bound. All other four spots up for grabs. And as we said, mathematically, all other teams have a chance. So, can, remember the tight ends, get through another win in your out game? Or will unnecessary roughness be the ones playing catch up in week 12? Will the hapless Galladays throw a spanner into the playoff works and start their own run? Or will Batchet draft merchants? Flip-flopping between Nick Mullins and Jake Luton. Pay off and flush them down the toilet once and for all. Can Easy Company 101 continue to play Bears and Patriots offensive players and think they can take home a trophy? Or will Cleveland Steamers make sure that trophy is shaped like a toilet as they look to solidify the first round bye? In another must-win game, can Nina football team rely on Mr. Interception Jameis Winston to keep their playoff hopes alive? Or will the Murray and Hopkins show keep rolling Thursday night to get Daklas in the future off to an early victory and thus a playoff berth? And will Shake and Bake show that not only do they have big shoulders to be carrying the whole league, but they have big stones to pull out an unlikely win? Or will Sundays for the Billy Big Balls let it all hang out and get back to their crushing, teabagging ways? All to be revealed in week 11. <laughs> yeah, some big questions. Some big, some big, big questions there. Big questions there, Owen. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an exciting week and a good game, a good Thursday night game to kick it all off. Yeah, Cardinal Seahawks. We're recording here Thursday afternoon. Pod may be available for your ears before that kickoff. Yeah, a good one in store. A fifty-seven point over yeah, under apparently, so they're expecting a shootout. Yeah, uh, it's eighty percent of the reason I'm not going to work tomorrow. <laughs> Good, good. Well, there you have it. Week 10, in the books. Week 11, almost upon us. Man, this season Come is flying by. Fast. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, guys, sucks. <laughs> set those lineups. Watch those buys. Watch those COVID news. Watch those injuries. Watch those games. We'll talk to you all heading into week 12. Yeah, it's uh, going to be an enjoyable weekend. Just some really good games this weekend. Yeah. Enjoy, guys. Talk to you next week. Over and out. Bye. Woo! First and last, baby! You got-